Good day, good day, everybody. Welcome to another Will My Trading Basket Beat Your Trading Basket. Okay, so just so you know, we're doing our live webinar on that topic. Not tonight, on February 15th at 7 p.m. due to Valentine's Day. Um, all right, so you can see here, this is today, February 14th, at uh, 1, basically 10 to 2 Eastern Standard Time p.m. You can see here we got a lot of downward pressure in the U.S. indices. They're all down. Uh, crude oil is is up quite a bit. Gold is up. Um, and uh, the mix on the Euro USD down. Bonds are up. Uh, pound is up. Sorry, pound U.S. dollars down. U.S. dollar, Japanese yen's barely up. Bitcoin's up barely. Um, the CCAC cryptos um, up quite a bit and then the foreign markets of the FTSE and the Nikkei for Japan and UK are down from last night so there clearly is a lot of downward pressure so when you look at the mix of what I've, I've tried since last Friday basically these two this combination did quite well uh, if you've not seen my video you take out silver uh, out of these four uh, the difference with silver and and taking it out <coughs> the difference is about <coughs> via 20% now this one has a few things we need to talk about is over corn and USD Swedish so <coughs> originally I had gold in there uh, wheat there's no equity whatsoever <coughs> even gold was taken out but the performance has been pretty good just with gold and US dollar and Swedish uh, Corona the result is basically this right now what you need to pay attention to is if you were to look at my um, event uh, that I just stated on the webinar coming up for tomorrow night and I was to, if you go to quant-labs.net uh, and I click on the events hopefully those will show up right here okay um, in there I posted the return of the US well equity global market over the last <clears throat> since the beginning of this year 2022 look at how bad it is Five day is negative 1.8, one month is negative 5.2, three month is negative 5.6, and year to date, since the beginning of the year, is negative 7.3. So there's clearly downward pressure. If you want to know where I got that, just visit here at marketwatch.com. Okay, so the US and worldwide global markets are negative. They keep talking about inflation is because of this short shortage in worldwide product that is a bunch of BS okay it is national debt okay they don't talk about it and when I say that specifically on Bloomberg and it is the national debt that's the problem so inflation is not going anywhere so I've talked about how to get around this so late last week a few days ago I talked about um, on this new domain quant-labs.net the video you can see here tracking silver gold price makes huge difference in returns for a portfolio so now uh, there's a couple of things we can use as metrics to see how they're doing. First, one I use, uh, very important, is gold-silver ratio. 
this is so accurate. You can see it's been very flat, so there's really no uh, up or down. But here, when you look at the daily, you start to see it. it's very volatile since uh, September 21st. So it has risen a bit over the f over the last year, um, which is not a good sign because that means it's overall global risk. <coughs> everywhere globally. Now people can say whatever they want. The, the charts don't lie, the math don't lie, and this is what you get on a one month chart. So when I say uh, the gold-silver ratio is your number one reliable indicator, you look at back to 2008-2009, we have a financial crisis that rose quite a bit, came back down as everything uh, where the uh, Fed, global central, uh, central banks started to build up pump money into the economy uh, starting here January 11th so we had pretty close to a decade of easy money and then it spiked uh, as well and when it spikes so here is the good times when this school silver ratio drops means there's less risk in the market but as they pump more money into the global market courtesy of, of the Federal Reserve other central banks you can see here that the global risk has risen so it's gotten to a point where we're now at the peak of 2008 and 9 and it still continued to rise past 2017 let's say and then the virus kicked in the global sickness and boom it spiked then it drops back because more is added and look at it starting to reverse and starting to climb back again so what i'm saying is that we have normal uh conditions here of when things spike and this is pretty well dead on gold silver ratio so as risk starts to build back into the mar global market and global economies something's got to give because there's been no nothing out there and as more central banks pump money it, it, it does temporarily drop back for in this case two years in 09 to, to 2011 but you cannot deny the fact that there's inflation building up here and just overall global risk so let's look at uh, what what this thing has chosen today showing you what I've shown you in the markets today so we've gone from this set of portfolio this basket here with gold and silver and um, from what I'm seeing gold may drop back okay uh, because it's not it's starting to show shorts as of today's data okay now how how can we verify that well there's a couple of ways. Um, uh, doesn't matter what gold in currency, whatever you want. Let's just say, let's just keep it nice and easy. Let's keep it uh, XAU in USD, okay? So this is uh, cheap data, well, free data really from OANDA, but this is accurate, okay? When you look at the gold price has been performing quite nicely here, uh, gold in US dollar. So right here, $1,000 starting September, August 2018, peaked here $2,000, and right now it's gone flat since then. So the gold price, the gold spikes you're seeing are very tem temporary. So if I whittle it down to, let's say, an hourly basis, you can see here it is rising, it is moving up, but it's slow and steady. doesn't mean, um, so that's an hourly basis, let's look at the 15 minute been fairly flat so it could drop back could may not but generally what I'm finding is how I'm doing it is pretty accurate 
So what has been chosen is uh, gold and in this case USD and Swedish Krone. Uh, corn, corn's been doing really well. Let me just see here. Corn is outperforming uh, gold leaps and bounds here just in the last few months as you can see comparative to uh, gold again in US dollar. I don't know why people want to put money into that. I mean there's nothing wrong with it but uh, you can see it's been very flat. Compare that to once again corn. Who would think right? But look at that. It's been a nice spike for the last three four months. So you got some performance there with corn. Now when you break it down to an hourly basis nicer trend up I mean, it's a lot more volatile, but here's your big bar right there. Um, this is a four-hour, uh, one-hour chart actually, and even on a 15-minute chart, big bar moves. Corn's been fairly consistent, and the last one we could look at is anything in Swedish Chrome uh, as a currency. So again, uh, let's just take a look at the Euro one. Boom, just a nice st steady spike. Okay, so that's what we have. We have two uh, at uh, 50% allocation each. This is what it generates. Now, remember, I showed you, I showed you here that the mark, the U.S. and global equity markets are negative. Okay, so they're negative year to date, down 7.3%. So when you look at what this thing generates right here, the report, um, this one, uh, this one right here, this one in blue is the gold and sorry, euro. USD and Swedish Krone, as well as corn. So you can see here, it's been spiking much better than the benchmark, which is the standard S&P 500. So here, just in the last year, since last year, let's say February, March last year, your total return would have been 11.99%. But even if you just had those two assets that I just mentioned, you'd be up 45%. So you're over three, four times more than uh, the S&P 500. So, here's a couple things you take away. Is volatility still outperforming with that basket? And here's the performance for last year. The strategy is much higher, okay, than the 20% you would have got with the S&P. But look at, this is, this is the more important one, is the last two, three months. The strategy of the, of the, of the corn and USD and Swedish krona, it's positive. It's over 10% return uh, for just 2022 so far. Meanwhile, the S&P 500 has been negative. So again, this is your money. This is how you plan. This is how you retire. If you're not getting this, if your financial advisor's not getting this, then you need to revisit and, and, and reassess everything because the easy money is done. Okay, I've shown that just earlier. Also, what's important here is you want uncorrelated assets that have nothing to do with each other, and that's how you'll get the better performance. Okay, so right here you see it. Um, right, uh, bum, bum, bum. so this these stats are really important. Look at this chart; it's almost to two. Okay, so again, these charts don't lie. But what's also important is the monthly returns you would get with a strategy. 8.1% last month in January and so far in February, 2.45. So I'm constantly rebalancing and looking at these baskets and I've talked about the risk management as well. What I'm doing in the next few days is announcing this subscription service to help you 
assess this to get the better returns, optimal returns that you'll get better than your portfolio manager, better than the financial advisor you're probably paying thousands of dollars a year for or percent-wise or whatnot. They're not going to give you what you want. And even if you want to stick with a professional advisor, nothing wrong with that. No, but now you have the information that you can educate yourself and even educate them, the so-called professional. If you want to know more, join my quantlabs.net slash um, quantlabs.net uh, slash contact to get on my email okay we'll send you out some info and if you want to join you join you don't you know that's up to you but at the end of the day if you want to continue to preserve your capital and grow it moving into these challenged times you know what you got to do we'll leave it at that thanks for watching